What's up, guys? Welcome to the Changeover Podcast. This is the first ever uh, weekly grind podcast where my friends and I, and I guess sometimes our rivals, talk about everything we're going through as professional tennis players, um, and I guess give our opinions on on the tour, uh, whether that's the Futures Challenges, ATP, whatever we are playing at the time. And um, yeah, this is basically what we're gonna do. Um, my name is Jody McGinley. This is Justin Roberts. We've been friends for a long time. Um, we have a couple other guys that are involved in this project, uh, AJ and Evan. I'm sure you guys will meet them um, in the coming weeks. But basically, yeah, we're here to talk about professional tennis and, and basically how the tour has been going. So Justin, why don't you tell everybody, uh, I guess, a little bit about us and how we met, um, where we're from, um, and how we got basically here in, in Florida now playing professional tennis. It's a long story, probably. Um, for myself, I'm from the Bahamas. I started playing tennis when I was like six, seven years old. I just saw it on TV and asked my dad to play. So I ended up going to like a summer camp and then obviously improved, went through the ranks, started playing um, the local events, ended up playing the tournaments in the Caribbean, like the ITF Kotec events, which is where I would have met Jody. Probably when I was 11, 10, 11, 12, somewhere, I want to say maybe St. Lucia, probably where yeah, we met. We played like, we were maybe... 10. It was like under 12. I don't I remember that, but you tell me if you played it. And then, um, yeah, just, we would have kept contact throughout that, out that time. Um, my junior career kind of traveling started when, um, well, first my father would like kind of help us go over to Miami a lot to play like the weekend events. And then when I was about 11, I got scouted by like the ITF development thing. I think it was Anthony Jeremiah at the time. Yeah. Um, so I started playing. My first trip was like to Mexico when I was 11 with like, I don't remember, like Francie Doe, Lucian Ramazzini, Gian Issa. Yeah. yeah. Was Yannick James there too? Yannick, my first trip, no, but I would have ended up meeting him probably when I was like 12. Okay. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how I got my start. And then like the Kotec trips and the Costa, like South America trips. And then started playing ITF juniors. Um, and then I went to college in Tampa. That was my last year. I was on the state, and then we kind of reconnected, I guess, in person when I was at USF. When I was at, um, we went to Dominican together. It was you, me, and uh, that might have been my junior year in college. I think. Yeah, it would have been my maybe With my. And Kyle. I think it would have been my freshman, my freshman, um, freshman fall, end of my freshman fall. Yeah. And we went to Dominican together. We actually played both weeks. Yeah, we played first <laughs> we round We were roommates both weeks, weeks, and we played first round qualities both weeks. Um, and ever since then, um, yeah, been in hev heavy, heavily in contact. And then when I finished my last year at Arizona State, we actually moved in together. And when I went to go train in Texas at the Dents. Um, Which is where we got close to Asian. And, and Evan, that's why I met AJ and Evan. And uh, yeah, that's my story a little bit. What about you? How you got into tennis? Yeah, my dad played. Um, I grew up playing at hotels back home, um, just at different hotels, I guess, when I was really young. And then one specific hotel, um, yeah, while I was in high school. Moved away when I was around 16. I went to Florida for a little bit to yeah. play some of the... Same terms as you, I guess, like when you were younger, just the, mm -hmm. what they call them, super series and super locals. Super series, and stuff. locals. Yeah. 
So I played those. Then mm-hmm. I spent a few months at Saddlebrook Tennis Academy. And then I went to college. I went to Northern Kentucky University. Um, then in 2017, spring is when I moved to Texas. Um, trained with the Dens for a few years and then moved down here end of 2021. Now we're in, in Florida, if you guys don't know. Uh, we are in Delray Beach where we train. Um, and... Yeah, I guess I'm right now at the stage that I am in. I had hip surgery a year and a half ago. So um, I think I was a little bit unlucky with COVID and then with the hip surgery. So I'm still playing um, mostly futures and a bit of challenges. And I mean, I know you were also recently pretty unlucky with, with your body too. So um, Justin's also in, I guess, a similar boat as me. Yeah. Um, pretty much playing the futures. But um this week we're preparing to play uh sunrise um sunrise 15k next week so how how's your body been holding up i guess the last few days with with the wrist <laughs> uh yeah so for this specific tournament um i'm not sure if i'm going to play actually um so as i can talk about this year so far i played three events after i came back from uh twisted ankle at the end of last year which happened after a year full of injuries before that we have to talk about that right now but um <laughs> uh i came back and i was able to play three events so i started my year in um where is that palm coast i played a wild card event which i won so i won five matches there Got into the main draw at, at Palm Coast, won my first round, then lost to the number one seed. A good player guy, like around 250 in the world. I lost four and four, but I thought for me, good first week back. I mean, won six matches. Then the week after that, I went to the Dominican Republic for 25K. Well, actually two in a row there. I lost, uh, didn't play great, lost the Panther there. Good player, top 500, good player. Um, but I didn't think that. My level was quite as good that week as it was the week before, but trained hard and ended up playing the third. The th- my third week there was in was at, in the DR. Ended up making semis there, um, beating good players. Um, beat like some guys who were like around th- three fifty at the time, and then a, another guy who was used to be like two hundred in the world come back from injuries as well. Um, so I felt like my game was progressing well. Um, but in Dominican, the conditions were kind of, the balls were very light. So I ended up going up in my, te- my strength tension. And when I came back to Delray after, and we were training, we, we played with like the ATP Dunlop ball, which is like a very heavy ball. And I didn't, let's say, cut out my strings and then string them looser again. I was just playing with the same rackets I had there until they popped. And after about, I want to say four or five days of training, I was starting to get like, pretty sore in my wrist, which was not abnormal because I had wrist surgery there about five, six years ago. So I wasn't too worried until the third day I hit a serve, a string pop, and I got like a sharp pain in my wrist. So This was like, what, two weeks ago, I think? Yeah, two and a half weeks ago now. Um, so I was, yeah, I was I was a little tight then when I get a sharp pain. So I ended up, so I stopped playing, went to the doctors, had MRIs, Got the opinions of three doctors, and the last opinion I got was from my actual surgeon back in 2017. He said my wrist was good. He thinks maybe I had like a bit of tendonitis. 
So this past week, I've been in like a splint, haven't played. Um, I say I think I took like three or four days off in the splint. My first hit-in was today, and we're supposed to start next week, Monday. So the plan is to like have three light days of hit-in and then three tougher days of hit-in. But so today was day one of light hit-in. Yeah, and it went okay. Like in the beginning, it's stiff, which is normal because I haven't moved my hand in a few days. Uh, and then... I still had some pain here and there, which is probably normal. So, yeah, the hard part is like it's not. I don't know in my head if I'm playing or not, so it's hard for me to kind of gauge. I say how hard to push, what to do. So I guess I gotta kind of just assume I'm gonna play and do everything that I can do to be ready for Monday. But uh, yeah, so it was interesting too because I know you had to run in the middle of practice to to go to the bathroom <laughs> so we have a friend here that's actually staying a with friend. us yeah we might call him a friend yeah we have, yeah maybe he's not a friend anymore <laughs> but um matthew uh from barbados is staying with us this week um and last night he wanted to order chinese food so we ordered chinese food and I, we just and he, wanted, he wanted to pay because we let him stay here for free <laughs> for the next two weeks yeah and yeah. we assume that because he's been here before a bunch of times so we assume that he has uh you know had this chinese place before so justin and i were like yeah sure we'll have chinese yeah. and today we woke up all sick like yeah, yeah, <laughs> matthew right. has a bad headache justin's not feeling great i have a bad rash like it's just horrible um i was walking around like this for you still are walking around like this. <laughs> yeah i'm sitting down a little bit uncomfortable might but, be um, matthew's last time in this house though. yeah <laughs> but besides that uh my prep has been for sunrise i guess the last three weeks, so the first week we did a lot of, um, I guess, like ball quality work. Like we're playing pretty, pretty fast, pretty aggressive. I mean, I'm, I'm tall. I like to play aggressive, come to net. So the first week we played a lot of drills, just like working on ball quality, playing strong. The second week we transitioned to more like um, shot tolerance, I guess. Mm -hmm. So we worked on a lot of like positioning in the court, um, like receiving skills. Like if someone's hit hit heavy. Um, just trying to make sure that you don't, you know, give a weaker ball yeah. in return. And then we transition to this week now. Obviously, next week we play. So we're playing a lot more, you know, points and still focusing on the, the court position and that sort of stuff. But now incorporating like serving and returning and, and actual set play and stuff. So it's going to be interesting, I guess, because clay is not my favorite. Yeah, surface. I was going to say, how you feel going into like a clay event now? You've been playing indoors a lot this year. Yeah, I ended the year last year playing. I think four indoor tournaments in a row and then I started this year playing what two I played two indoors and then one in a little bit of altitude outside but all on hard court and I was mm -hmm. I thought I was playing pretty well yeah um but I, I think recently I've kind of lost the like the expectation side of it so mm -hmm. I kind of just go into practices trying to enjoy practice you know um it's been a little bit odd because it feels like emotionally I'm not trying that hard mm -hmm. um because I used to be the kind of person, I think at least, that like, if my coach tells me to do something, I try really hard to do it. Maybe you know? overthink it, overstress yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So now um, I just try to, I guess, have fun. I'm not, you know, disobedient to anything. I still listen because I still believe in the process that, mm -hmm. that Chris is teaching teaching us. Um, but I think I'm a little bit more relaxed and just enjoying practice, you know. like yeah, from uh, the outside looking in, I know maybe from one extreme to the next, but... This seems like you you're actually playing a little more free, sure. a little bit better. You don't seem like you have as much uh, stress on you when you're playing. Yeah, I feel like again I just kind of let go of the expectation of uh, 
you know, I, I lost a lot of confidence, I guess, um, in some of the losses that I had, mm-hmm. like maybe a, a handful last year and, and one or two this year, I lost a lot of confidence and it kind of just made me lose all expectations that I had in my singles. So I'm kind of just, like I said, just having fun, trying to put the pressure on the other side of the net. You know, I'm playing mm-hmm. pretty aggressive a lot of the time, um, coming to net. So I guess I kind of win and lose on my racket, but honestly, I just want to make it tough for the other yeah. person. And then in practice, I just try to have fun, you know, talk some trash, like yeah, have I a think. good time with the boys, you know, get through these kind of practices because I don't know, it gets pretty repetitive all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you're focusing really hard all the time, sometimes it can be draining. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's weird because I think I was pretty disciplined in the past with all my rehab and recovery <laughs> and all this stuff and in the last month I haven't been as disciplined <laughs> as I, no I have I have done recovery I still roll yeah. out and that sort of stuff but I haven't been as disciplined as the past as the yeah. past but I think put on a couple of pounds my yeah maybe I put on a couple of pounds <laughs> but my body's actually in a better place then like I, I I haven't missed any practices due to you know mm-hmm. any any issues I mean my back has been a little bit sore besides that um and I think that just comes down to tension when I'm playing. Like yeah. Maybe now I'm playing more loose, so I'm not holding as much tension in my yeah. body when I'm trying so hard to do the yeah. right thing all the time. AJ used to say, you have to... Have to want it less. You have to want it less, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe AJ was a little bit right. Yeah, I think um, maybe you found something good and uh, <laughs> the not caring as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm a little bit aware, though, because I don't want to be disrespectful to any of anybody, and especially my coach puts in a lot of time with to me. To be honest, so. I think... I mean, I don't speak for Chris, but I think before, not that you were trying to, but like because you would overthink things, I think you were more of a burden then because yeah. he would have to always kind of talk to you and try yeah, to. Probably. And that's why yeah. I felt guilty about because I lost a match in Canada like a month and a half ago. And I finished the match and I got a message from you, got a message from Chris, yeah. got a message from my dad basically saying like, um, you know, sorry about today. Mm-hmm. I'm here if you need to talk. And then I just thought, here we go again. Like, you know, obviously these are people who care about me and, and want me to do well. But I felt like I'm a burden to all these people every time I lose a, a match. Just like pretty disappointing to me. I think a burden is a strong word. Yeah, I know. But that's just how I felt <laughs> in the moment. I was like, I, I just because it happened a few times last year where mm-hmm. I lost these matches for different reasons. Maybe sometimes I, I, you know, I shouldn't have played because my body wasn't prepared or, or it was like really humid and maybe I wouldn't have hydrated properly or whatever. So they had a few really bad performances last year that I was disappointed in. And, you know, I got those messages after the match because yeah. obviously on paper it's a match that it looked like it should have been the other because way. Because you beat him the last two times. Yeah, well, that was this one at least, yeah. but there was a few last year as well. So I just, I kind of felt like I was a burden to everybody and I kind of wanted to stop going through this. You know, I, I don't like the feeling of people feeling sorry for mm-hmm. me. Um even though there were moments where I feel sorry for myself and I just yeah, wanted yeah. to be done with that process. And now that I'm playing a lot more looser in, in the way I play, um, I mean, I, I don't know how it's going to be because I've only played one tournament and I actually played really well. Yeah. But I don't know how it's going to go for a stretch. Going forward. Yeah, but I guess... Uh, but it's worth the experiment, I feel. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, I mean, yeah, you know? for sure. So we'll see how it goes. Um, I guess next week is sunrise, not my preferred surface. but I, I care I'm, even less. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and then uh, I'll be playing two weeks in Trinidad. And that's I guess that's what you're aiming for too, right? If, yeah, if next week doesn't if, work out, you'll yeah. be in Trinidad um, for the next two weeks. Yeah, I'll be in Trinidad and hard and in the in the Caribbean, which is always nice. Um, kind of a similar culture you grew up in, kind of similar conditions in terms of the heat, the humidity. You just feel more comfortable playing in the Caribbean. We play a lot yeah. growing up in the in the islands. 
and I played there. I played there in last June or July. Davis Cup, right? I played Davis Cup there. Yeah, it's nice facility. I like it. So I've never been. I've never been to this. I've been to Trinidad for like under fourteen worlds or something, but haven't been back. And it was at like a small site, so they have indoor courts and stuff there too, right? So yeah, yeah, they have maybe I want to say eight or something outdoor courts and like four indoor courts. Yeah, so it should be cool. Um, and it rained almost every day at Davis Cup, so they used the yeah. indoor courts for okay, the matches. So, so. but yeah, it's, it's good. Um, yeah, we have one question uh, that we should answer before we go. Um, as players, how much do we obsess about our rankings? Um, Justin, you want to take that one or me? <laughs> uh, I guess it's different think, for everyone, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely... So before you have your first point, you're stressed about getting one point, and then you get your first points, and now for those who don't know, what is the point? So to be a professional tennis player, you have to qualify for professionally sanctioned events, usually the ITF tour. So it's like futures where you start, and normally if you don't get a wild card, you start in the qualifying draw if you can get in. And you have to usually win two or three rounds. Then you make it to the main draw. And if you win that first round in the main draw, you earn one ATP point. Then you get into the ranking list. Um, so before you have any points at all, like the biggest thing in the world is to have one ATP point. And then once you get one, maybe your next goal is like you want to be seated in qualities. You don't want to play. Maybe you can get a buy in qualities. And then you're stressed about trying to get to a ranking where you can be always directly in main. And then the next thing is... What's next after that? You want to play challenges now. You challenge your qualities. And, but um, for me, I haven't had, I guess, let's say the luxury of even stressing about a ranking in the last maybe <laughs> maybe year and a half. Um, yeah, ranking has not been my priority. I think for me, it's just been my body trying to be healthy. I think I had a bad stretch of, so like, June 2021, I had like tore my right hamstring. Then I strained the left one after that. Then coming into 2022, tore a calf, then strained the hamstring again. Then found out I had like a herniated disc in my back, fixed that. So I came back and on and off like six, seven times in the last the last two years. Um, and for the most part, when I have been healthy and I have played, level has been high. Like I've after a couple of tournaments, I usually end up competing well with or beating guys in top 500. So I feel like if I give myself that full year to play, I could achieve the goals I want. So like a goal for me with a full health, with a, a full year of health would be to to break the top 250 so I could play slam slam uh, qualities. So, so you think, I guess, with your body aside, like if you were healthy hypothetically like yeah. for years, you think that the ranking would be on your mind a little bit more than it is now? Uh, Probably. Cause um, I feel like a lot of guys have this, um, like they pay attention to cuts. Yeah. So for example, like let's say Evan right now is ranked just under 300. So yeah. probably his, in his mind, he could be thinking about the cuts for the slams. 100%. Versus yeah. like what you were describing earlier. I mean, I'm sure when you go up the ranking, they're talking about, you know, the cuts to get seeded in these big yeah. tournaments. And then I guess it goes all the way down. So I think that's probably a little bit what players think about. You know, yeah. they want to get... First, it's the first point. And mm -hmm. Then you work your way up to see the It's qualities, gradual. It's always something to, to look forward to. Yeah. yeah so, I, I don't know if it's an obsession, but I think it's definitely. It's always in your mind. About, or something that yeah. you're aware of, at least. Me, I, I do that too. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. Like, I 
I mean, right now I'm around the point where I'm always going to be seated in qualies mm-hmm. or I'm going to be in, in the main mm-hmm. draw. So the, that's, the next goal for me would be to try and get a few more points so I don't have to play through qualies yeah. if I want to make a run because, you know, I can play, especially now the qualies, I mean, last few weeks in Montreal, the qualies were very strong. Mm-hmm. I was sitting with Zeke one day. Um, Zeke is ranked maybe around 500. Zeke he Clark. Directly in Maine. And Zeke was watching qualies with me and he said, this is not the week you want to play qualies, yeah. you know, because it's just strong. Um, and I, I feel like that's how it's been, especially to start the year, it's always strong. Qualies mm-hmm. is always strong. The level is always high. So, um, yeah, I think that's where I am now, just trying to, you know, push on, get, you know, yeah. a handful more points so I don't have to play through qualies every yeah. time, play these dangerous players in qualies because, you know, these guys can also win mm-hmm. win matches in main and, and, you know, do damage. So. And I think the thing sometimes too is, I think you have to be aware. Obviously, this is your job. This is what you want to do. So you need to have certain objectives. But you don't want to get obsessed and carried away with it because then you lose sight of the performance. I think... There's different type of goals, I guess. Yeah. And I think the main thing is the things you can control. So, like, how do I get better at X, Y, Z? And how do I perform at a high level consistently? And I think if you take care of those things and you kind of let's say, believe in yourself when you're playing, usually you probably end up where you're supposed to be anyway. Like, you'll probably get to where you deserve to be. Yeah. So, um, I yeah. So, I, I think agree. it's not... I think it's something you need to be aware of, but I think we shouldn't obsess over them, even though probably many of us end up yeah. end up in that little... Hopefully that little with my trap. new mindset, it's not something I think about Yeah, just much. stop caring about it. Yeah. yeah. All right, well... Um, yeah, so if you guys have any questions for us, I think, you know, every episode will probably answer, you know, one or two questions. Um, so or maybe like different topics you want us to talk about. I don't know. Exactly. Anything. Feel free. We'll have our, all of our social medias, um, I guess, tagged below. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, in the comments or tweet us or DM, however you guys want to message us. Or you can just send it straight to us. I mean, I feel like... A lot of the listeners, at least at the beginning, you guys will know who we are. Yeah. Um, so feel free to reach out and let us know what you think and if you have any questions. Um, and let us know. I guess when in the next few weeks we'll be traveling at tournaments. So it wouldn't d- just be Justin and I. It's going to also be, you know, AJ and Evan. And we'll have Maybe guests other on. Other players that who are the tournament exactly. that we know. Exactly. So, I mean, in Sunrise and, and Trinidad and stuff, we'll have guests on. So just let us know who you guys think we should have on. If you have any questions, let us know. Um Thanks for listening and see you guys next week. Mm